0: What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Fitness Files. I'm Megan. The sun is shining, and it is officially November 1st. And first of all, what the fuck? I don't know about you guys, but I blinked, and October has passed me by. I don't know where exactly it went or what I did in October to have gotten me to the point where I'm at, but here we are. So maybe you could relate to this idea of time literally just flying by. Um, But that brings me to something that I wanted to talk to you about today. And one of the reasons why time has been flying by for me is because I do not know how to say no, y'all. And I know this podcast is called The Fitness Styles, but health is so much more than just our physical health and being fit and being active and all of those things because honestly, none of those things are truly ever going to happen until you fix your brain and until you get your mental health in check. And I feel like too much of the time people spend their life, walking around, pretending like they have their shit together. I totally get it. As people, that's what we feel like we need to do, right? We need to act like we have our shit together. We need to give off this aura of having our shit together. Um, Because when it seems like people don't have their shit together, you might even be looked down upon or people think like you are not doing a good job. Um, But let's be honest, y'all. Most of us don't really have our shit together, And I wanted to talk today about pouring from an empty cup because I have been draining my ass to the absolutely total rock bottom of my cup where there's not even a drop left. And I have reached a point where it is starting to take a toll on my mental health and my overall well-being. And honestly, I'm sure that most of you can relate, if not right now, to a point in your life where your cup was empty and you just kept trying to pour from this cup and give to others without ever taking the time to pause, refill, and recharge your own cup. Um, and, and for me, y'all, this all is connected and goes back to Wanting to help others, but mostly it goes back to my inability to say, No, this is something that I even made a goal for 2022. Um, I had made a goal for 2021, P.S., I failed it. And (laughs) so this year, at the beginning of the year, I told myself that I was going to work on advocating for myself this year and say no. Because what ends up happening y'all is especially in the workplace, right? The more we say yes, the more people become accustomed to this idea that we are going to say yes, we are going to do these things that they need of us, or they want of us or they ask of us. And so they take advantage of that they take advantage of our inability to say no. And for me, even though I have gotten better at saying like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I always feel this need to quantify or qualify the reason why I can't, you know, it's hard for me to just tell someone, no, I can't. And then move on with my life. So first I need to come up with my reason why I'm going to tell them no. So in my mind, I start to think about how can I justify saying no? Um, For example, if someone asked me to teach one of their classes for them, even though my schedule is already packed full and I work full time, I'm doing all these things. I'm teaching all of my own classes. I'm juggling being a mom and being a trainer and being a wife and being a group fitness instructor and like having the opportunity to take a piss. Uh, uninterrupted, which even though my kids are old, still doesn't always happen. Um, Shout out to my puppy pepper who insists on being in the mix wherever we are in the house. But regardless, even though I'm just busy as hell, I start to question this idea of if I could tell someone no, because what excuse do I have to give them? Or what reason do I have to prevent me from telling them no? And it starts me on this spiral, y'all, of, well, I don't have anything to do and, you know, they really need my help and I need to help them because X, Y, and Z, because when I need people to help me, but let's be honest, y'all, those of us who are pouring from this empty damn cup, the people who we keep pouring into are refilling their own cups and they're not taking the time to pour out from theirs to give to us. And if I'm being brutally honest, the people who most often are asking me to give and give and give are usually not the people who are giving anything in return for me. And this is a a quid pro quo situation, right? Like, I don't need to do something for others in order to get something in return. However, the bottom line is that I keep bending over backwards and killing myself to help others, but when I need others, when I need others help, and I finally allow myself to ask others to give me their help, and it takes me a while to get there. Most of the time, those same people that I have poured my own self into have no problem telling me no. And so as a result, my comp gets, my cup gets empty. It gets dry as hail. It's bone dry. I'm in a drought, and there's no one who is there to help me refill that cup except for me, because I'm the only person that can do that. I really started to think about this more on Thursday this past week. It was a long week. Um, it was our first week back to school after fall break, and anytime we are off for whatever reason from school, when the kids come back after school, they're just a little more squirrely than usual. Shout out to my teachers because you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But especially this time of year when the weather is kind of crazy, um, sometimes that makes the kids have to stay inside a little bit more. Sometimes they're running out of things to do so they have less opportunities to get their wiggles out. And even though I teach high school, y'all, these kids don't need to get their wiggles out. And we're getting into that time crunch of the year where at school, the kids are being expected to do a little bit more. Um, the work is increasing for them. And as a result, sometimes they start shutting down or they have a hard time. Um, but if, if you have worked with children or any of that, you, you know what I'm talking about, because it just makes your job a little bit more difficult to deal with the squirreliness and I love my kids, and I love their silly, and I love their goofy, and I love their energy that they bring to school on a daily basis. However, it can be exhausting. And then you couple that with my own responsibilities at home that I am not the greatest at sharing. Because when I'm being honest, I'm being vulnerable to you about things that are affecting my mental health. Probably the number one thing that Plays a big contribution to it is my inability to say, Hey, I need help. Because for me, I've always looked at, been taught, seen that asking for help or needing help is a sign of weakness. And it's so crazy because I hold myself to this unrealistic standard of the things that I should and should not do. And just kind of like when we have negative self talk, right? Like when I have negative self talk to myself, I would never, ever, ever talk to someone the way I talk to myself. And as a matter of fact, I would call people out on that bullshit and be like, no, stop talking about yourself like that. But I do the same thing when it comes to needing help. When I talk to other people, I tell them like, ask for help. You need to ask for help. How can I help you? You know, It's okay to say we need help. It's okay to not be okay. But when it comes down to it and I need help and I'm drowning and I'm feeling so overwhelmed with life, I can't ask for help because I see it as being weak and I do not like the opportunity to open myself up for people to let me down. So when I ask someone, when I finally get to the point where I do ask someone for help and, you know, either they say, no, they can't help me, or they tell me they'll help me and they don't, um, or they ignore me. For me, that's like validation of like, this is why I didn't ask for help in the first place. This is why I do things myself. I do everything, all the things myself, which is just an unhealthy mindset that I have to work on fixing. Because I do all these things at home and I juggle them and I set unrealistic expectations for myself and I set unrealistic expectations for my family and I don't hold anybody else accountable for all these things that I need to get done at home except for myself. So as a result, I wake up at 4 a.m., and I'm getting ready for work to come have a full day of school and I'm getting my boys ready for school and I'm doing all the things in my home before I even leave. You know, this morning, for example, at 4 a.m., I'm, I'm making lunch and I'm washing the dishes and I'm making sure that the boys have their clothes that they need ready to wear for school and I'm getting ready for myself and I'm doing all of the things at home before I've even left the house. Sometimes the number of things I've even done before 6 a.m. surprises me that I even had the momentum or the energy to do those things. And then I get to school and it's immediately time for me to do all the things for everyone else and to tackle the things off my own to-do list, like my own priorities of things that I need to get done for the day. And I'm just pouring and pouring and pouring. And then after school, I have things that I not only need to get done, um, things that I've committed to getting done, like teaching my classes in the evening, and then things that I want to get done because, you know, I'm still working on my own fitness goals, and I'm still working on my own things that I need in my life that will give me joy and bring me joy. But last week, I had no joy. Um, The joy felt like it had been sucked out of my soul. And it really came to a head on Thursday. I was exhausted. And to be honest, you might even hear me start to um, choke up and get a little bit emotional. I had run out of the ability to even think. And I was struggling hardcore last week. And I think one of the biggest ways that I find myself emptying my cup very quickly Is because when I am feeling all these things in all my roles in life, no matter what I'm feeling, I still have to be on and put on my happy face and my face of motivation and inspiration and encouragement and smile and be positive from the minute I get to work until the minute I finally leave teaching my group fitness classes And while I love it and I wouldn't trade it for anything and I'm still so surprised that I'm in this spot that I'm in and I'm so blessed that I get to do these things and I get to teach these group fitness classes and I'm in a place where not only am I fit enough to do it, but that people show up to work out with me it's still hard. And here I am even doing it right now, right? Like I'm quantifying, or sorry, I'm qualifying my feelings to you because I don't want people to listen to my podcast and think, oh, look at her. You know, she doesn't want to teach her group fitness classes or she's being fake or she's being phony. And that's not it y'all at all. I, I love teaching my group fitness classes, but right now I'm struggling with always having to be on and always having to fill roles for other people. And sometimes I'm just not there. And on Thursday, I spent the whole day at work, trying to get through. And that's the best way to put it is, I was just trying to move through the motions on Thursday and get through the day. And when I got home after school, Before I had to teach a class, I was just tired and I just didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to teach the class. I didn't want to go to the gym at all. I wanted to go home and put my pajamas on and lay in bed and just cry and eat all the foods and just be, just be able to be and feel. But I had commitments and I couldn't do that. And so. Because I had to teach a class anyway, I was like, you know what? I have goals that I'm working on. I'm going to put on my gym clothes. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out. And I'm going to like it. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes that's what you have to do, right? Like you have to change your mindset and you have to be like, no, you are going to go do this. Um, but other times, it's important to honor how our bodies are feeling. On Thursday, I really needed to honor how my body was feeling, and I didn't do that because I was so focused on what I had to do that I just ignored myself. So I put my gym clothes on, and I went to the gym, and I probably had the worst workout that I've had in, you know, months. And to be fair, any workout that you do is amazing. Um... But if you've ever had a bad workout, you know exactly what I mean. My mind was not in it. I was not hitting my goals. I was not pushing myself. I was just not in it. And by the time I had finished lifting and started to do some cardio, because I made a goal to myself in October that I was adding in some extra cardio, I was working through my cardio, and I was about five minutes in, and I was just completely overwhelmed with emotion. And I spent about 10 minutes choking back tears. And then I spent about 10 minutes on this damn elliptical, just crying, just my head down. And I'm just crying and I'm just doing this stupid cardio. And I'm so mad at myself that I'm even at the gym in the first place. And I'm so mad at myself that I'm so fucking tired. And I'm so mad at myself that I have overextended myself to the point that it is making me exhausted. And all I could think about is, I just want to go home. And I just want to cry. And I just want to sleep. And I couldn't do any of those things. All of this to say y'all is that you can't do all the things. And that is okay. We're human beings and we are not robots. So we don't have batteries that we just change out to power through to the next thing. And it is not weak to honor what our body is telling us. And it's not weak to honor what our mind is telling us. And sometimes I think we get caught up in this commentary of you're not always going to want to work out, push through, or you're not always going to want to do X, Y, and Z, but you have to. And we get so caught up in doing all of these things that we have to do. And yeah, of course, like sometimes these are things that we really have to do, right? Like, I mean, yes, you have to go to work if you are a person who needs a paycheck. That's me. The bitch needs a paycheck, right? But also I have sick days and I could afford to take a sick day to allow my body and my mind to rest. But I talk myself out of it every time. And It's okay to tell people, no, I'm sorry, I can't do X, Y, and Z. I can't help you, or I can't do these things that you're asking of me because I'm just not available. And yeah, maybe you physically are available. Maybe you have nothing going on, but mentally you're drained and you're zonked. And it is okay to tell people no. And I'm telling you this because I need to hear this. I need to hear. It's okay to say no. It is okay. It is more than okay to tell people that you cannot do something. As a matter of fact, it's necessary. It is necessary to withhold your own space and mental resilience by telling people that you cannot do something. We cannot continue to pour from an empty cup. Our cup does not refill on its own, y'all. We have to walk our asses to the kitchen to refill it. And for most of us, by walking our ass to the kitchen to refill our cup, I mean slowing down, take a fucking seat, take a day or two to do nothing. You are not obligated to be working your ass off every single day of your entire life this mindset that as a society we are in, that we have to constantly be going nonstop. And if we don't, we are insert, you know, whatever word we want to say here, we're lazy, or we're unmotivated, or we're inconsistent, or we're not going to meet our goals, and we're not going to do this. That's bullshit. Okay? Guess what? You're not going to meet your goals if you wear yourself out into the ground. You're not gonna meet your goals if you constantly give your best version of yourself to everyone but yourself. You are just not. And I know that innately it is so hard for some of us to tell people no. And if that's not you, you're fucking awesome. There are some of you who have zero problems saying no, sorry, can't bye, and keep it moving. Whereas others of us spend hours days, weeks, not only agonizing, like, how can I say no? What should I say? What excuse can I say? And then after we tell people no, we sit in that fact that we said no, feeling guilty. Y'all, I told someone no this weekend, and I felt guilty about it for hours, hours. And then the next day, I was still thinking about it because I am not confident in myself enough to know that it is okay for me to protect my time and my space that I've given to myself. And if I've committed to doing something that maybe someone else wouldn't think is a priority, but for me it was, that's okay to protect that. But I I just couldn't process the fact that I had told someone no. And so as a result, what happened was that, you know, Not even hours later, after I had told someone no to protect my own space, someone else asked me for something, and I, of course, caved and I said yes because I was in my guilt and I was in my lack of confidence and I was in my insecurity. The fact that I was thinking, well, I need to do this. And it's okay to be selfish sometimes. As a matter of fact, it's okay to be selfish a lot more than most of us are. It's not being selfish. Like, being selfish is not innately this negative thing. It is okay to be selfish. We need to be selfish. We need to put ourselves first a lot more than we do. So today, if you are right there with me, if you are pouring from an empty cup, if you are feeling drained, if you are feeling mentally exhausted... I want to remind you that you deserve to tell people no, you deserve to rest, and you deserve to say fuck you to anyone who doesn't respect that. Stop pouring from an empty cup. Start recharging your body, your mind, and your life in a way that is not only going to empower you, empower, oh my goodness, empower. But it's going to invigorate. Hi, words are hard. And guess what? I'm not editing that shit because that's how i roll. We have to start invigorating ourselves to be better. And that doesn't mean more busy, right? That means better versions of ourselves who are more rusted, who are ready to tackle our own goals, who are focused on the things that are truly important. And we have to remember that the people in our lives who love us, they want the same for us. They want us to say no when we need to say no, because they love us and they respect us enough to know that when we are saying no, it's because we really can't do it anymore. And we also have to remember y'all that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay for people to see you hurting. It's okay for people to see you tired. It's okay for people to see you feeling a little down or negative. And if you're like me, where you have to spend most of your day being on and being positive and motivating and encouraging, I just want you to know that you're not alone, and I see you, and I appreciate you, and I am rooting for you. And... I know that we got this shit because we're in it together and you are not going through any of this on your own. Y'all have an amazing week. I appreciate every single time you press the play button on one of my ridiculous monologues. I cannot wait to hear what you think. I will catch you next time on the Fitness Files. Y'all, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Fitness Files. I appreciate each and every time that you listen, that you share this podcast, or that you engage with me on any of my socials. Please, if you liked this episode today, share with a friend, leave a review, leave a rating. And if you have something that you want to let me know, if you want to chat with me about, or you'd like to hear me talk about, please find me on Instagram at Megan Me Sweat, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you have to say, any feedback that you have. I cannot wait to talk with you soon. Keep killing it. You've got this. I'm rooting for you. I'll catch y'all later.